a fantasy, right? So yeah, it was created as a fantasy to stunt the movement of ACE. Right. Um, here's this union that's you know not political in any way, um, but still in a, and still a group that has your best interest at heart. Where we're going to charge you no fees, right? On paper, holy shit, yeah, this is great. I'm not going to sign with anybody else until I see this get solidified. That's why they did it, man. And then all of a sudden, it was an epic mistake, right? right. Because obviously, it was fruit from a poison tree. Right? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ace Pod, a production of the Association of Clovis Educators. Hey, there's a lot going on, and uh, it's been a while since we've had an episode, and we're excited about this episode. We have an incredible guest. Uh, he's uh, a really good friend of mine. He's my teaching partner. We teach the same subject at Clovis East High School. Our classrooms are right next to each other. We're personal friends. We've known each other for a really long time, and I think he has a, a, a unique perspective on uh, the district. Uh, he has a unique experience. He's been around a really long time, and he was in faculty senate for a really long time. And he held kind of a really uh, powerful position in faculty senate. And you know, he had a, a really, really good reputation as a faculty senator, particularly at the Clovis East campus. But that reputation extended across the district. So. Uh, my friend Jaime Arredondo uh, joins us today for a pretty wide-ranging conversation uh, about, you know, kind of his early years, his, um, you know, kind of coming to the district and uh, the kind of interesting particulars about that decision to come here and then how much he just, he really loves it here. Uh, I, I hope uh, that it comes across to you as it did to me, uh, how much he enjoys Clovis East, how much he enjoys uh, working in our English department, how much he enjoys serving our Clovis East students, and then how much of his heart went into uh, trying to be the best faculty senator and advocating for uh, teachers. Um, and the discussion today will kind of discuss all those things and then ultimately end with a discussion about his decision, a really tough decision, to uh, resign from the faculty senate. Uh, so. Uh, without any further ado. Now, I guess I should mention, as you know, or if you know Jaime Arredondo, you know that he has uh, a way with language, and sometimes that way is really colorful. So um, be prepared for full Jaime Arredondo here. Jaime, welcome to the Ace Pod. Hey, about fucking time. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, a little disclaimer here. Um, this one, this episode is probably going to have a few more efforts than previous episodes. I, I've been keeping track thus far in our, you know, 12 episodes or so. And uh, at this point, we are at one total curse word. So, <laughs> Just now, yes. huh? That was me? All right. Well, yeah, that was breaking you. the ice. Uh, yes. So, so thanks a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's how I naturally speak when I'm outside of work, and sometimes uh, when I'm in work, but you know, hey, never around students. Uh, cuss away, buddy. Um, cool. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you've uh, you've worked at Clovis East a long time. 
Um, I have. Yeah. Almost half my life. Let's uh, talk about, before we get there, though, let's talk about uh, how you got there. How'd you get to Clovis East? Uh, How I got to Clovis East? Well, I mean, you know, I was, uh, I've always wanted to be a teacher ever since I was a little kid. I never wanted to be an astronaut or fireman or NFL football player. Ever since I could, I remember five years old, whatever, whenever someone ever asked me what I wanted to be, it was always a teacher. This is, you know, this is my, my calling as it were. I don't know. It's not just a job or a career. It's, this is what I do uh, and who I am. Um, I did my uh, student teaching um, long, long time ago at Fresno Unified and would have been very happy to, uh, to be working over there. Um, as I was waiting, um, you know, you have the job fair at the Selland Arena. Yeah. You're familiar. And, uh, I, uh, Might was waiting in line. Arena. My, yeah. I think it was Selland Arena. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. they kind of, you do like the, the hunger game. All, they all have booths and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. All the, all the, yeah. Just go around and, and interview a million times. Yeah. 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 So I'm waiting in line for Fresno Unified. I have a, I have a slot open there. And um, uh, a Latino guy comes up to me and is like, hey, have you um, interviewed for Clovis Unified? And I was like, no. And he was like, would you like to? And I was like, no, I'm good. Um, I don't know if you know this, Jason, but uh, at the time, um, Clovis had a bit of a reputation um, with... uh, I've heard, yeah. Okay. And uh, my my family right away they're you know they have stories about things that have happened in their uh, you know in their youth with clubs. Anyways, so it was it was on my radar. I wanted to go where I uh, you know as a, as a as a Mexican American as a Latino, I wanted to go somewhere where the, the population was besides again part of my calling. Right? And uh, you know he you know he. Asked again, he's like, well, why don't, why don't I get, why don't you come over and why don't you interview? I'm like, no, nah, you know what? I'm sorry, bud, but I got to get my head right for this. And then he finally said, you know what? Look, why don't you just think of it as a practice? You come practice interview for Clovis Unified, and then you come do your real interview for um, Fresno Unified. I'm like, you know what? I got 40 minutes to kill. Let's go do it. Right? So begrudgingly, I went to go interview for Clovis Unified. And um, I uh, sat down across the table from um, a man by the name of Gabe Escaleta, the great guy. At that time, I think he was principal of Gateway, I think. And we hit it off immediately, immediately. And uh, he actually told me, he was like, look, uh, you're going to be great wherever you go. And uh, Clovis is going to offer you a job soon, I bet. And... uh, don't say yes right away. See what's out there. And I guarantee you, you're going to want to come back. So, um, and that's what happened. And I moved on to the next round of interviews. And that, that was, and I don't know what they do now, but that was when they had, you know, those seven interviews. And then, you know, at the end, um, you know, you sign your contract, you get your pen and with the, you know, the superintendent and all that. I, I don't know if they still do that now, but, and that's what happened. I'm, and, uh, and I don't know if it was strategic or not. But my first interview, first one was Gabe Escaleta. Then it was Loretta Aragon Lopez. And then uh, Joe Hernandez, I think, was my, you know, the, the third one. And uh, I mean, a little bit, I, I mean, I'm thinking like, wow, there's a lot of 
Latino administrators here in Clubs Unified. Little did I know, it was probably like ninety percent of them all, right, that I interviewed with. Um, but you know, I had a great interview after great interview, and um, and, and here I am. They, I mean, they offered me a contract. I think um, on my fourth interview, which is something that was rarely done at the time. And uh, you know, I did go back on my word with with Gabe Escaleta, and I, and I I accepted immediately. It was. Uh, you know, I had a good feeling about the people. Um, I had a good feeling about the space. Um, at the time, there was, I think, 28% um, Latino students at Clovis East High School. And um, I think there was only like maybe two or three Latino um, teachers, and they were all teaching math. Or not, not math, excuse me, Spanish. And um, I think maybe one was teaching math. But uh, so, I, you know, here I am, you know, ready to ready to get after it, you know, as a, as a young upstarter, you know, w- wanting to make a difference. Did you, I, I kind uh, of feel like I have over 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You, so there's, before we get to, uh, your kind of time there, did you have to teach a lesson to the superintendent? I did. <laughs> I did. I, and I, I, there was an incoming and outgoing superintendent. So I got, you know, I got a two for one deal. You got two superintendents. Buster, I had two superintendents. I had the out, outgoing and incoming superintendent. Um, I, you know, and I can't remember. I think Buster, Dr. Buster was one. Buster must have and, been the outgoing because he was. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did yeah. My, I did my lesson for Buster, yeah. And then maybe I'm going to say Dr. Bradley. Yeah, I think Bra- Bradley might have been the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, whoever it was, incoming yeah. outgoing. But yeah, I got them both. Yeah. And uh, so, but, you know, I had already signed my contract. So, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I, know. I, I was playing with house money. You know what I mean? It was it was fine after that. I was like, yeah, and then did. did uh, did all the administrators travel with you to each? Like, uh, oh, no, not all of them. All of them traveled with me when I did area soup, which was Dr. Linda Hauser at the time. Uh, yeah. And then after that, I think just Loretta went with me after that. Yeah. And who was going to be my LD um, after that. So, um, when I, you know, when I got a job, of yeah, yeah. my learning director. And then from there, you know, I just was, uh, yeah, so and I don't even remember Loretta in the interview room. She, she probably was, but man, when you're doing it, like you don't remember any yeah, sort yeah. Of ancillary details. You're just like, okay, focus up. Let's do this. Let's, you know, you know, let's, uh, it's, it's a daunting thing, but. Um, yeah, we're, we're yeah. doing a little walk through the early years of club C. So it was a really good, um, you know, it was an interesting kind of, uh, administrative staff. I think, uh, um, they were an empowered administrative staff to Definitely. like do innovative things and to actually like do things. Um, you know, Loretta, I think of Loretta a lot. Like she was somebody who, you know, wanted to kind of change the world, right. Had a, yeah. an activist heart and realized that, Hey, we got to serve these Definitely. in a different way. Um, yeah. So, uh, kind of a, a pretty different time, I think, for site innovators yeah. back in for the sure. early 2000s, or at least at, at Clovis East. So, you know, just just uh, full disclosure here, Jaime and I have known each other. Oh, goodness. Since, since I've started. Did you start? Years, right? 2003? 2002? 2002, I think. Yeah, yeah so I, I, th- I started 2000 um, at Clovis East, and, you know, I went through the same sort of interview process that you went to through mostly the same people. And did you interview with Jeff Eben? I did interview with Jeff Eben. Yeah. And, you know, I got to tell you, this is when, this is when it locked it up for me. Um, 
So I'm in the interview with Jeff Eben, and I, I'm actually, I don't know how much time we got here, but I'm in the interview with Jeff Eben, and, um, and uh, he, he asked me this question, um, and essentially what it was is, you know, if I help out a student, does it, does it hurt like other students? Like, you know, if I don't help them out in the same way. And I was adamant that, you know, that um, although I was consistent in my lesson plans and in my grading that, you know, if a kid had, uh, you know, uh, on a case-by-case -case basis, if a kid had a problem, I was going to help them out, you know. And I, and I still do that to this day. And then so, you know, Jeff would keep on, are you sure? Are you sure? Like he kept on like egging me on, like, to, are you like I want you to say the right answer here, pal. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I am sure. And then he was like, okay, good. Like, yeah, that's how I wanted you to answer. Right. And so, and then, uh, and then Loretta chimes in and she was like, I was about to cut in right there. I was like, you know, you know, that was the right answer or whatever. And then he like kind of looks at me aside and he's like, man, she's always on my fucking ass about shit. <laughs> and so, um, wow. he, he deserved it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was, uh, from then on, I'm like, okay, you know what? I can work here, you know? Yeah. Uh, about, and you know, you know me for a long time. I curse probably more than anybody, you know, um, and there's just something about, you know, as long as you, I don't know about cursing, like, you know, you, you your guards down, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you, it's a very informal way. You, you're friends with somebody right away when, if you know, they curse and you curse and it's just, you know, like, Hey, I, you know, do I care about you or do I really, really give a fuck about you? You know, there's a, there's a heightened, there's a heightened uh, sense of emotion there when I, when I say it. And, you know, I only curse around people that, you know, that, that I trust and, and stuff. So. You know, here we are. All right. But yeah, that's that's how I that's how I knew Clovis was okay for me. So um, before before we get to your time at Clovis East, uh, you went to Fresno State, correct? I did. And then, um, are you local? Local person? Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up in a uh, in Kerman Kerman Unified. Um, it was about I don't know, fifteen minutes west of west of here west of clovis and fresno um small ag town um but great great place to grow up small town you know although there was you know like only three places to eat um uh, you know I, I i grew up um around some really good people uh some really great teachers that cared about their job and cared about students it was a you know overall a, re a really great experience and i did I, I don't know if i had the the same you know um you know street smarts as everyone else because of you know you know, I didn't grow up in a city um, and uh, uh, definitely not a, around a lot of diverse people. You know, there was, um, there was predominantly Latino, um, some uh, European American and uh, a little bit of Eastern Indian. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I didn't meet an African-American person until I was in college, mm. you know. Um, I, yeah, I only had seen them on TV, so not, not diverse in that way at all. But uh, but still, um, you know, the people like I never, you know, I never felt, um, you know, uh, like I was an, an outsider or anything like that. It was, it, was, it was a great, great place to go. So but yeah. And then, you know, like Fresno State, um, my first two years, you know, I just com um, commuted. And then, you know, I moved into the to the big city of Fresno. And then from then on, it, you know, I was always with my buddies, um, joined a fraternity. So I've always been able to surround myself with good people. I've been lucky that way. Same thing with working at Clovis East. I've uh, been extraordinarily lucky and blessed to be uh, surrounded um, by great people that I spend my time with. Couldn't, couldn't be happier about that. All right. So, so yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Talk about your, what do you teach and 
you know, like, uh, Oh, right. Well, I've, uh, I teach, uh, I'm a English 11 PLC lead and I have been for a while. Um, I also teach AP language. I taught seniors for a little while too. Um, I taught English nine goodness. You know, I, I, I did my time on English nine. I maybe taught like maybe 12 years, English nine, um, honors, mainstream um so i've taught it all i think except english 10 for some reason it just (laughs) just didn't work out but um for the most part you know i've always told my administrator i'll teach anything you put in front of me just give me a little bit of time you know um but uh yeah that's uh, i've been teaching that i've also another another reason why i stuck with clovis east um i did have other job offers um was because they said you know what i want uh, loretta said i want you to teach ap first year so i've i've taught ap language all 20 years that i've, I've Wait, been. you started teaching ap your first year yeah yes sir wow they gave it to me yeah or loretta did anyways um uh, i don't I mean, know how many people that pissed off i had to piss off a few people well i um, mean yeah it was the early years right and there weren't a lot of us and yeah uh, i mean i was teaching honors pretty quickly and um, yeah. i think they were you know, I, I think they were really committed to creating something different that was yeah. that didn't operate under the same kind of you know traditional rules uh, of you know the sites that they had come from. So now how far we've come, right? Yeah, <laughs> or how far back we regressed? I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the, the gravity of tradition, right? It, it it like pulls you in. So I mean, I think we do a pretty good job as a department of you know. Um, thinking about ways in which kind of spread oh. courses. Oh yeah, we have a great department. Yeah, we great do. department. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. like, like, talk about that. I mean, just talk about you've been around for you know, <laughs> almost the twenty years. Twenty Let's years. Keep saying it. You're yeah, your hairs, I know we're hair a lot of bodies are buried. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've seen a lot of administrators come and go, right? Oh, oh. so many. <laughs> what's the LD count like 15 or 16 at this point? yeah what at 20 years I mean yeah about about 15 um there was a stretch there like maybe my first like 13 or 14 years I had like almost one a year I think yeah. there was one doubled up yeah and I and I've had a few uh shortest tenure uh was like two weeks um and then from there like maybe a half year so like I've had like learning directors, I've had like two in one year. Yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, no, there's a revolving door and it's, um, I mean, if you look, if I look now, I mean, how many area superintendents, superintendents, principals, yeah. you know, have cut some of their, their, have cut their teeth here, here at East, you know, but I mean, that's the problem. I, you know what? And I, and I go back and forth with it being good and bad, like bad in a sense that, you know, it's difficult to continue to prove yourself to new administration, right? As a teacher, um, it's, it's, it's negative in a sense that, you know, you, your bearings are always, you know, you have to, you have to get your bearings every time there's a new admin and, uh, you know, you got to prove yourself all over. You got to deal with what their philosophies entail. Um, but what that's forced us to do is to look to ourselves to get through tough times. Right. You, you remember when we didn't have a fucking principal for uh, half a year? Of course I remember. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Not, but you know what I mean? Where, where, where else did that happen? No way. No I, way I don't know. Yeah, there. I mean, we talked about no that a lot. But like, where would this happen other than, than Clovis East? And, and, and 
you know, Josh and Aaron, they did a great job, you know, for, for, uh, for filling in that role. Um, yeah. But they did that and they did their jobs. Yeah. Right. And so, so of that. course, everyone, uh, that means more work for everyone at the administrative level. But, <laughs> but what do we do? We, we look to each other, right? As teachers, we look to each other to support each other. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that that byproduct is why we're so close knit. I don't know how many, I don't know how many teachers want to like leave Clovis East when they get here, but I mean, we've had people work there longer than I have. Yeah. We've had people been there that since they broke ground. Yeah. Um, when it was called, what was it? What was that bullshit they were called before? Uh, Clovis, Clovis colony. colony or yeah, something like that. Right. Everyone that, thought that oh, did, Clovis like colony did not last very long. So yeah. as <laughs> yeah. a matter of fact, I heard that. Um, and this is just, I don't know if this lore or what, but the sign Clovis colony is up, but it costs too much money to tear down. So they just put the Clovis East sign. They stuck it on top of the Clovis colony sign. So I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but, uh, I, 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 and I need to take a, a closer look out there to see if there's a you know, like that line in the of, concrete in front of our uh, office, sir. Yeah. Yeah, man. By, by you know, who knows? That's just what I heard. You know what I mean? I hear a lot of shit. 20 years. You hear a lot of things. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I totally, uh, uh, you know, obviously, I was at Close East at the beginning. Um, then left for about a decade and came back. Um, no, you left me for a while. I did, um, but uh, the you know just the the department, the English department. You, um, I think you're right about kind of the revolving door of administrations really forced the the department to kind of look inward and yeah. be cohesive. Um, and have a, a you know a kind of a, a leadership team that works really well together, and then uh, has tried to build a team um, right. that is about kind of the team. So um, correct, yeah. and, so it, I guess, and, uh, and that's the huge positive. And I got to tell you, that's gotten me through some very dark times. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in these last couple of years. Yeah, um, having the support of um, not only the English. PLC leads, but of the other teachers that are part of our department that, that, uh, that, you know, they're, they're positive when I'm feeling, you know, when I'm in a dark place, you know, they, they bring me out of it. Um, I, uh, I've had the pleasure of, of being a mentor teacher to, to some of them when they were, you know, when they were student teachers. So it's been a, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a great, it's been a great experience to, to, you know, to look, to look forward to being with the people that you, that you work with. You know? All right. Just to say it one more time, it's been a great 20 years with these people. It has been. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Okay. So at some point along that journey, you, yeah. you decided to poke your head out and become oh, a little yeah. more like uh, uh, public in your, your so, I, mean, I, I was doing so well for like five, maybe eight years. Just flying under the radar. Fly under the radar. Do your job. Didn't say go, anything in meetings. Yeah. Didn't 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 talk to admin. Didn't ask questions. Just kept my head down and did my job. <laughs> there's something there's something really uh, like peaceful about that. Oh, dude, yeah. Nobody bothers you. Ig- ignorance it's, bliss. And and like all my problems were just my problems. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I and I had been asked several times to be a faculty senator. I, I assume that's what you're talking about. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. obviously you got involved with the faculty senate. So talk yeah, about I did. that. Um, and, 
and I had dodged it. You know, I deflected those recruitments. Like, no, 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 I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Like, you know, please, I think you'd be great. I think you'd be great. Finally, you know, ultimately I, I, I relent and, and uh, there's actually a reason why. Um, <sighs> and I, I, of course, I ain't going to name any names. Their business is their business, right? But uh, my department, three three people were given the, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? The Clovis push or <laughs> You know, that that where they get called into HR and they're like, hey, well, you could either leave and keep your credential or you can stay and we're going to try to take it from, you know. And so they left. You know, of course, that's an impossible choice. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to say, I mean, it's right. It's just not a choice. It's, yeah. And actually, I want to say it wasn't three. It was like four. Yeah. Um, but three in my department alone yeah. within the span of like two years. Yeah. And um you know, I'm not going to say they didn't make their mistakes. Um, they did, but must, like relatively minor ones. Right. These weren't like uh, long. No, these weren't like uh, you know, like doing anything illegal. Yeah. You know, these were just you know they you just pissed off too many people too many times. Mistakes, yeah. Right. Uh, and one person in particular made no mistakes at all, but she was forced between not only her credential, but also her daughter was a senior and they said, well, okay, well, we're going to investigate. And when we investigate, you can no longer step on any sort of Clovis Unified grounds. And these things can take a year. So essentially she would not be able to go to any of her daughter's functions, her graduation, anything at all. So well, of course she, like, she was like, she, she wanted to fight it. And then she heard that and she was like, no, I'll just, I'll just go somewhere else. Uh, we went from feel the love to feel the shove. You know what I mean? Right? I remember yeah. Feel the Love with Jeff Eben. No, and and they, were, they, were, they were showing us out left and right. Yeah. It's easier to make problems go away than to fix them, right? Yeah. And so um, at that point, you know, I had said enough. You know, these people had no one to go to. Um, we did have faculty senators, but faculty senators that at the time were just how do I say this? Um, just people that would go to a meeting to get information and then email us that information. You want someone, right? As a teacher, you want someone that when the shit hits the fan, you know, someone's got your back, right? Even yeah. for whatever little power they got, you want someone to, you want someone to make you feel like everything's going to be okay. And that's the role I took, you know? That's the rule I took. And, and you know, I, I get along with just about everyone I meet for the most part. Um, I'm a, you know, I, I, and, and that's administrators too, you know? So when I, uh, when I took on this role, you know, I listened, I gave advice and then I would walk with them to whatever meeting they had and I would ask questions and I would try to mitigate the problems they had. Uh, and um, you know, if I could, if I could help them, if not, you know, I would, I would say, you know, I'm sorry, but we gotta, you gotta figure something else out, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I've been through a lot, you know, and I don't exactly know precisely how long my tenure was. I'm going to guess around nine or 10 years, maybe, maybe less than that, maybe eight or something. I don't know. It's, it's, 
it's been very long. It was part of who I was as a teacher and as an employee. I was, I was the guy that people called when they needed help. And, um, and it was, it was something that, um, was a lot of work and it took a lot of strength emotionally for me. It took time away from my family. Um, but it was something that I felt was very important, um, as a role, as my role here. And it was, um, very, very difficult for me to, uh, to walk away from. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, that, uh, I also would like to say that in my time as a faculty Senator, when I would talk to administrators, um, the vast, vast, vast majority were very cordial, very professional, treated me with respect. And, um, you know, and who knows, you know, um, if, uh, you know, COVID never would have hit, maybe would have, I would have probably retired as a faculty Senator, you know, 20 years from now. Right. But, uh, you know, it was, it was something that I had to walk away from. So it's unfortunate. Before we get to that, just, you know, um, so you, you, I mean, you talk with, uh, you, you have a lot of pride about your kind of your stint as a faculty Senator. And I helped a lot of people. I feel like, yeah. I feel like I helped a lot of people. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you, you helped a lot of people. Um, you built a lot of relationships, right? Did. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, one thing I noticed right away coming back was just how, um, kind of, uh, like the relationships that you had with administration, um, were, were, were tight, but also honest. Um, I remember being in, in some, uh, pretty kind of tricky meetings where yeah. administrators that you had really good relationships with that you were yeah. able to, you know, be really frank and, uh, honest with them about kind of how they were screwing things up. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'd always try to present them with all the facts. And, yes. And, help, yes. You know? and, th- and it was never, it was never like, this is my opinion. Like it was always, just from teachers talking to me about things about the general sense of what, you know, what, what the morale was like about what issues were. I never went with my own agenda. And, and if I'm ever a representative in any sort of way, again, it will never be my own agenda that, that I'm, that I'm pushing. It will always be the voice of, um, of the people that, uh, of a place that I've dedicated, you know, much of my adult life to. Um, I know that I did have administration's ear. I don't know if I have it anymore. Um, I've had after wave after wave of new administration, I know I had it. Um, and it was a blessing to have it. It was a good relationship to have. Uh, and I know that I, you know, I excelled and I succeeded in the way things were, you know, I, I've had, a, I have a pretty good career. I, uh, um, educator of the year at, Clovis East. I got a, a crystal award. Uh, I've been on the news like four or five times for my canned food drive stuff that I, that I do. Uh, I won district MVP one year an award so prestigious that they never had it again. <laughs> the I've, I've had a really, I've re- had a really great time and, and administration always would always stop and, and, and stop what they're doing and listen to me. But I also know that 
my experience is not everyone's experience, right? I know that um, people do, you know, people in the district do feel like they can't talk to anybody, that they do, that they are isolated and that they are, um, uh, uh, that they, they can't talk to their boss the way that, you know, like the way that they, they would want to, to share their problems, right? So I know, you know, uh, even though like I, had, I have had, and, and I, got, I can tell you right now, I'm having a really great experience with all the people around me, including administration. I know that that's not that, that way everywhere. And you want to know I know is because the faculty senate. But I, not only have I had, have I helped teachers, not only teachers, by the way, but teachers, um, uh, clerical, um, instructional aides, they've all, they all, they've all come to me at some point and, and, and other, and other faculty centers too. But, uh, but I know from my experience that they've all, they've all come to me and, and actually I'm not supposed to help them, but I always did. And to their credit, administration always let me. Um, but again, you know, I don't know if it's like that at every site and I don't think it is because I've heard people say, you know, I, my, my principal, she won't listen. Uh, my learning director has it out for me. You know, what do I do? What do I do? Right. And, you know, for a long time, they tried faculty senate executive board until they couldn't, you know, until, you know, sorry to say, you know, that not, not this president, but the president before uh, just, uh, you know, w- would say stuff like, hey, you're lucky you got, you kept your job, you know. So uh, he just, he became uh, an arm of uh, the, the administration, you know, and it's a shame. And I've seen him do some masterful things in the, in, you know, uh, 10 years ago, eight years ago. Um, and he, he, he's done, he, he did a lot of things um, that, that helped the district out. But, you know, when it came, when it came time, you know, when, uh, when, when teachers were really hurting, I mean, I heard him say like, I don't know if we're supposed to advocate you know, we're just just supposed to give out information. Like you said that in a meeting, yeah. you know, and, um, and I remember texting furiously, like, if we're not supposed to advocate, then what the hell are we doing? Right. right. Because that's all, that's all I've been doing. You know, they can get the notes from somebody else. They can get the notes from whoever, but I'm supposed to advocate. I'm supposed to be the the person that can say something to administration from a teacher so that teacher does not get or feel like they're going to get, you know, in trouble or whatever, you know, but you know, that, that whole situation, you know, that turned out a little crazy too. <laughs> so. so, I mean, you know, I, I think getting into kind of some of the weaknesses of faculty center, I think you, you're kind of, you're touching on one here is that you know, the way in which a particular individual like yourself might conceive the role at a site is not necessarily not necessarily the way that faculty senate is um, you know perceived across the district at every other site, right? And then obviously, kind of the executive board might not see it in the same way that you as well. Is that a fair characterization? I think so. Um, you know, in, in elementary sites, they, they, they got it difficult, man, because at Clovis East and every high school, we get four senators, right? And um, 
so we, of course we talk not about anything confidential, but we, we say like, Hey, does this seem right? You know, um, what's going on here? Hey, can you come with me? So it's not just me talking to the area soup or to the principal. Yeah. Elementary school, they only got the one person, you know, that's it. They're on an Island, man. All of them are. Um, and so that, that, you know, for them to have backup, they would need to reach out to the faculty senate executive board. And you know what, that's, that's only as good as the person that, that, that has that role, right? Like that, that, that help directly correlates to how much that person cares about advocating for teachers. How, how do you understand the executive board's role? What, what is it that they do? Well, back when I was a part of it, you know, and, there was essentially what I thought, and I, you know, I, I turned out to be a little wrong, but essentially what I thought was we represent teachers at our sites. We then voice our concerns to faculty senate executive board. And then they go to the, the top brass or whatever, right? And they say, hey, like, these are the problems. What can you do to fix them? Turns out that is, I mean, that's how I thought. That's what it made sense to me, you know. Um, turns out that I don't know if that was exactly what was happening. I mean, maybe, but I mean, I didn't see a whole lot, you know, change when we had some very real problems. So, but I mean, and, and now, you know, uh, I guess I'm sure they meet. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm obviously not, I'm not a part of faculty center anymore. I, I, I walked away. Um, it was very difficult for me to do so, but I walked away and, uh, and I don't know, I think it just, uh, I think now, you know, we get a newsletter every month, every week, uh, right. I don't know, every Friday, sorry. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they talk about now. Well, um, uh, you know, actually I do know what they talk about now. Um, I mean, for a long, long time, all they did is talk about how to fucking get rid of ACE, right? That's all, that's all they talked about. So, I mean, how do you, how do you explain that? That, like, we announced April 1st or April 5th, something like that. We, we went public. Um, but they knew about us, you know, prior to that, right? Your, your resignation is, um, what, was it October-ish? This yeah, year? somewhere along those lines. So last, you know, uh, March of 2021... Yeah, when they had the uh, when uh, Gowdy stepped down, uh, and they had the when the, he resigned in disgrace. Yes, oh, all right. Yes, <laughs> um, uh, when he he left, uh, there was uh, an election, right? So, new an election for a new president, a new vice president, yeah. right? Is that when Butner? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, if you recall correctly, um, Gowdy left, and then fucking like there was like three or four other executive board members yeah. left right remember that yes uh vice president sec i don't know secretary i think um i think the only one that stayed was um the sergeant at arms i don't remember her name right off the right out of the gate sergeant at arms or something that's not a sergeant it's it's, it's, uh, it's called something though they they do the rules the Roberts Rules of Order. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. The no, what is that called? I forget, but yeah, all right. I know it's <laughs> all right. Um, I'll remember at three in the morning. Yes. Um, dang it. Uh, the 
parliamentarian. Um, parliamentarian. I got it. Yes. Good job, buddy. Yes. Right. Like Sergeant at Arms, like something. That was for my fraternity, huh? My fraternity days. Yeah. That's all where I got that from. Sorry. Um, but, you know, I mean, that election, they were already, like, hyper-focused on ACE. And, oh, yeah. Right? And, like, remember, there was the whole, you had to take, you had to, they wanted to ask the question about whether you supported a union or not. Oh, yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it was very ugly. Is what it was. You know, I was asked to run um, by um, uh, upper upper admin. By I was admin. asked to run as a right. uh, yeah. Like, can I mean, stop, can we just stop right there? What does that indicate to you about the relationship between administration and faculty? Staff? Well, I mean, you know, I took it as a hey, you got a good head on your shoulders. Let's try to right the ship here, but. Essentially, yeah, you know, they want they want to put people they have a good relationship with, right? Um, and sure, I have a good relationship, but I got to tell you right right now, make no mistake of fucking about it, I am a teacher's teacher, one hundred percent, and no one could ever say anything different. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I swear, I, and I'll continue to be one. Um, but yeah, I am a teacher's teacher, right? regardless of who put me in what position or, you know, suggested or whatever. No, no, no. I know, I know where I'm, oh, I know where I am. I know what I'm about. Um, so, I mean, but, you know, I, I didn't, um, largely because I knew, you know, I knew it was a sinking ship, you know, I probably still would have been on it. I'm kind of dumb that way, loyal wise, but, um, I knew, I knew it was a sinking ship. I did not, I did not run, um. Uh, I think, I think, you know, I don't know, maybe I would have gotten a position. Maybe I wouldn't have. Um, I know that I was very vocal at every meeting. Um, and I was a vehement advocate on the part of teachers. Um, so, uh, and I know that a lot of faculty senators reached out to me, thanking me for my voice, um, in regards to that. Um, I was, um, you know, I was, uh, a very, um, I was in a supportive role in, um, you know, the, uh, the new sort of executive board, or at least the president, I was at the time a very big supporter. Um, but you know, that, that went south. So. What, I mean, so just back to this question, um, what, how do you, what do you attribute to just their hyper focus on ACE? Why not just be, you know, I don't know, man, but I, like I said, you know, I told you I was a big supporter and, you know, you know what the fuck it is. Stacy, right? Stacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I was a big supporter. Yeah. We don't need to tiptoe around that name. Yeah. You know, I was a big supporter president. of her, of her tenure, um, right out of the gate. Um, you know, she was, uh, organized and, you know, supportive and, um, she was going to retire in a couple of years, you know, so she could establish everything and then, and then, you know, we put some more good people in there, you know, to kind of carry, continue that. But I mean, I, I, I gotta tell you, man, like, you know, I, I was, I was pretty good friends with her, or at least I was very friendly with her. Um, you know, me and another, um, faculty senate rep at our site who was also very friendly with her, we pulled her in and we were like, Hey, it's not your job to disparage other employee organizations. Just do what your job is, which is to be a faculty senate president. There is no need for you to, you know, talk trash about ACE, 
say, you know, they're fucking lying about this or to say, you know what, um, you know, they're going against Doc Buchanan or just all kinds of, you know, shit just to paint you guys in a negative light. Right. And we're like, you don't need to do that. You know, let, let somebody else do that. But you're a president. You should be above all that. Right. Concentrate on your job. And then let everything else will sort itself out. But no, I mean, she, you know, you, you know, well, as, as well as I did, she kept going, you know, yeah. every opportunity she had, yeah. she tried, she, you know, she tried to say something disparaging, yeah. which is unfortunate. Um, Cause at yeah. the time I didn't think that she was, you know, that it didn't fit her personality, you know, the negativity. Um, but, you know, again. Yeah. So fast forward 10 months, right. Uh, 10 months of them not being able to get out of their own way and just hyper-focused on oh, what they're doing. Jeez. Right. And then we have this, uh, the debacle of the announcement of the, the CTO, right. The faculty said yeah. Clovis teachers organization, which, yeah. um, gets us to, uh, like your resignation. And Correct. Um, so, um, so I missed the meeting that, that, that agenda item was buried at the very bottom and it just said employee groups or whatever on the agenda. Right. So I looked at the agenda. I got an absolute fucking tornado of a dog, right? His name is Lincoln. He's half Weimaraner, half Labrador, 100%. Yeah, stop fucking, right there. Your dog is huh? precious. Oh my God. No, this yeah. dog is a fucking monster. You Anyways, you're, you're only with him at like freaking 10 minutes total, dude. He's a monster. Anyways. So I do like my family would call me crazy, but I pay hundreds of dollars to get a freaking personal trainer to come calm his ass down. Right. Here's some, here's some tips. Here's some tricks. This is what you do. Do this at home. I was doing fucking homework to make sure this dog could, you know, you know, that we weren't always at odds with this dog. Did it work? Anyway, no, God, no, no. It's, he's still awful. He's still awful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, oh, anyways, I'm just hoping, you know, once he hits like a year or a year and a half that he comes out. Anyways, I don't want to digress too much, but so the, the first time the personal trainer came, that was the faculty sent me. So I want to stay. I look at the agenda. There's nothing big. I can miss like one meeting a year. I haven't even missed one in like four or five years or whatever. So I'm like, okay, hey, you guys, you know, I tell the rest of the team, hey, you guys, take some notes, notes for me or whatever, whatever. Then, you know, my phone's just blowing up, text message after text message, alert after alert. Like, they're voting to disband faculty senate. They're going to instill CTO. I'm like, what the hell is CTO? Clovis Teachers Organization, right? So, so I'm like, wait, what, what, what? So I am completely taken aback. I immediately want to um, call for a meeting with Stacy. I'm like, Stacy, what's going on, right? Uh, why aren't we able to talk to our side about this first? And so first she doesn't want to meet, like I'll say, I only want to meet with you and maybe Erica Robinson. I know them, right? I know them. I, I met with them. They know my heart. At the time, I thought they knew my heart. And uh, I don't know the other, the other, new, the other new executive board. And so she doesn't want to meet with us. It takes some cajoling, we'll say. She finally does. And I was like, look, all I want is time. Let me take it back to my site. Let's talk about it. 
And then, you know, part of the argument was, well, you're a representative of yourself. So you don't need to go back to them to, to vote, to disband faculty Senate and to instill CTO. I'm like, they voted me in as a representative of faculty Senate and the very thing you want to, you know, dissolve. Like, of course I need to talk to them about it. Of course I do. It's, it's crazy. And I got to tell you, fucking side note here. I got to fucking tell you here, pal. The fact that 90% of faculty senators voted to dissolve faculty senate just because it wasn't ace shows you how far away they've, they've come from the original vision of what it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? They voted not to build something better. They voted to tear something down. Yeah. And it, that's fucking awful. Man. Yeah, I mean, just as a, uh, I mean, obviously I'm not an objective observer. I'm part of ACE, but just as someone outside of faculty senate, you know, if you're telling me that my faculty senators are here, at, you know, a pretty s- significant decision uh, like sight unseen, no details, and you just vote for it without, I mean, that. Yeah, that, with, with no information. No information. I mean, no information, no follow up. Like, how, how, are we gonna, how are we going to sustain it? How, right? how do you Where's the money coming from? That? How, do, how does yeah. anybody have faith in that organization? It, 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 was, it was insane. Yeah. So I tell her, all I want is time. Let me take it back to my site. Right? Let me take it back to my site. Let me talk to them about it. Let me get a fucking vote something man you know and she said that sounds reasonable you know let me go back and talk to the other executive not 14 hours later the their two teachers are collecting signatures for cto at our site i get an email saying hey we're collecting signatures for cto and you know i uh i resign a half hour later because I was lied to. Um, she said that it seemed reasonable we could have more time. And, and uh, there's no one that's ever going to tell me that that wasn't already in place. Like, I won't believe it. Like, of course it was in place that they were going to collect those signatures at the time when she was meeting with us. Right. You know, I was heartbroken. And it was a very tough decision because it was something that I had put so much effort into it. Yeah. I, I, I was a faculty senator with my whole heart. And, uh, you know, and I walked away from it, but I could not be a part of an organization that made decisions like that in that way. I could not be a part of an organization whose leadership was uh, misleading in that way. Um, so I walked away and it was it's still a tough decision. Yeah. It was not an easy decision for me. I mean, you saw me, man. I was yeah, outside. I totally the, did, yeah. I was, yeah. You know, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm not saying like uh, I'm a typical like man's man, but you know, I, I, you know, I, I could, I, I'm not like, you know, always an emotional guy or whatever, but yeah, man, I got, I got emotional after, after I sent that, sent that email Yeah, you, because you, I felt like I was li- letting a lot of people down. Yeah. People that had trusted me over the last, you know, my, during my tenure as a, as a representative. Yeah. And I felt like I was, but again, and this is how much I fucking love this, this site several teachers reached out and said, you know, I know that was tough for you, but we support you and thank you for all that you've done. You know, again, that's my site. You know what I mean? That's why I love them. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, I mean, you definitely you had an impact. You talked about it earlier. How much um, you invested into the people at Clovis East. Uh, we know it meant a lot to you, and I mean, I, I saw you that day, so I, I know how that decision affected you. Um, but also, I saw the conviction in which you made it, right, that yeah. it was the right decision, and, um, you know, um, and then a week later, right, I mean, oh, I mean, you're just, uh, and I, I think the... the yeah, the, the the goof, right? Bill Butner's words that we goofed, um, uh, which just means they didn't do their homework. Um, and right. and I, I think that is just like uh, an indication that, right, you made the right choice. It's, it's not had I waited another week, it would have gone away. And right, I'm like, right. okay, it's like, this is an organization that is in... Um, you know, really kind of bad place and they've decided to be against something as opposed to be for something. Um, Correct. And you, um, <laughs> you definitely operate in the world as being for stuff um, yeah. and not uh, against stuff. So, um, although, yeah, it was, you know, uh, and, uh, and to, uh, you know, the, at this, the last faculty Senate meeting, we get these notes, right. And people are still asking about it. Cause you know, obviously it looks, you know, looks, looks terrible, right? Like to, to say, Hey, we're doing this. And, you know, we made this vote and, Oh, you know, not anymore. And, you know, and shit, now they're doing something else. Right. Um, and, uh, and I, like in the meeting notes, somebody asked like, Hey, why weren't we given time to discuss CTO? Maybe if we would have been given time, we could have did it the right way. And on those, in, in that meeting, gosh, man, I just was so pissed about this. In those meeting notes, it said senators had time to go back to their sites to discuss it. And oh my gosh, I could I, I was so upset because no, we didn't. That is the whole point. That is the entire point of why I resigned. Um, and so you know, I, and they were uh, they're always quick to point out, well, you know, Ace is lying about this, and what else are they lying about? All that bullshit or whatever that they've done before. I, that's, that is 100% without a doubt, a lie. That is what they wrote down on those agenda notes was 100% a lie because I resigned over that. Right. So I know, yeah. and you know, I wrote a scathing email to, I never sent it. Um, but I wrote a, you know, like I got it out and then like, you know what, what am, what am I going to do here? Well, like what, what is this going to achieve for me if I send this email saying, you know what, you guys were, you know, this is the reason I resigned and how dare you say that you gave us time when you didn't and why are you guys lying? But what, what are they going to do? What are they going to say? Like, well, you know, well, what, what we thought that was ample time or whatever, you know, it was three days from the meeting to the, to the signatures. So that's time, you know, they're going to make up whatever narrative Saturday that, that makes them like seem like they're doing the right thing. Right. But really, it's that's it's fucking trash, you know. So. Okay, I got a I got a question for you, but before I do, I want to say <laughs> that uh, yeah, faculty senate, uh, particularly um, the president has uh, claimed that we've told several lies on our Facebook and uh, at several other places, and uh, this will be the one and only time I've cussed. But yeah, that's it's all fucking bullshit. <laughs> we have not lied once. Um, so. Uh, uh, just thought I should 
say that publicly out loud. Um, so have you ever got a rationale? Um, did they ever explain to you why they wanted CTO or do you have a theory as to why they wanted to, uh, to create CTO? No, I mean, they created CTO as a fantasy, right, to staunch the ACE movement, right? Like, hey, here is this thing, here is this organization. It's not a union for people that hate unions. It is, uh, you know, this, uh, the money's going to come from, oh, and, and Stacey Shiro said, and fucking unbelievably, she said, I was like, where's the money going to come from, Stacey? When I'm talking to her about CTO, she's like, oh, private donor. Yeah. I was like, in perpetuity? Forever? A private donor forever? And she was like, well, I still got to talk to them about it. But yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck, what? So fucking again, a fantasy, right? So yeah, it was created as a fantasy to stunt the movement of ACE. Right. Um, here's this union that's you know, not political in any way, um, but still, in a, and still a group that has your best interest at heart. We're going to charge you no fees, right? On paper, holy shit. Yeah, this is great. I'm not going to sign with anybody else until I see this get solidified. That's why they did it, man. And then all of a sudden, it was an epic mistake, right? Because obviously, it was fruit from a poison tree, right? Well, yeah, I mean, just the, you know, the, not to get too far into the weeds of the legal issue here, right? But you know, the, it's illegal for an employee group to take money from the employer. Um, right. And they realized, <laughs> and it wasn't because uh, ACE filed charges, which obviously we did because there was a labor violation, but um, if they were, uh, if they were, had conviction about their choice, they would have just, uh, you know, plugged on. But um, they realized that they were breaking the law as, as an employee group that takes funding from the district, the uh, CTO would then be uh, a, you know, a further kind of, uh, um, you know, a doubling down of that illegal uh, kind of relationship that they have with the district. So um, they goofed <laughs> and they kind of admitted mm-hmm. it while they blamed Ace, but, you know, they goofed and they had to, to backtrack. And then, hey, these folks have... Uh, a few folks have decided to organize and create a union. <laughs> they are creating a union. Uh, Goyette, yeah, yeah. Goyette slash IQ is a union um, with collective bargaining rights. Uh, you know, and dues, right? And all the other things that a union has. They have to pay for stuff. They, they cannot. They can negotiate in the contract um, with the, the district that the district provides release time and stuff like that. And as far as I understand the law that they still have to pay for that release time, um, they just get to negotiate. It's not like the district gives them that um, for free. They still have to pay for it. So you're going to have dues and so on and so on. So uh, we'll see what comes of, of Goyette slash IQ, but um so, well, I mean, didn't they say they were confident they'd have all the signatures by before Christmas break or something like that? Or am I crazy? Did I, well, I don't know. Did they say that? Or am I, did, did I, uh, did I imagine they said that? that their goal was. Oh, was that their goal? For 17th. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it since. Listen, Ed, yeah, I mean, we had, there was a deafening silence this week from them. Um, uh, and 
who knows? I mean, uh, who knows? The, you know, I, I, I think there's some good people that, that work on that uh, with that group, and uh, I think they're competent people, and I think they're probably working with from kind of the right intention. Um, I mean, in I, any case, right, like the Clovis Unified that existed, you know, two years ago, it, it will no longer exist it'll be a new Clovis unified. Yes. Right? Yes. It's, it's, it's a done deal. It's just, you know, you know, I mean, it's an epic sort of, uh, you know, uh, change. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be historic for the, the district. And I mean, I think we've already seen uh, kind of historic changes and, and uh, I think people are kind of normalizing the idea of unions and, um, you know, employee groups and the, the fact that, that, you know, faculty Senate wanted to become the exclusive, um, you know, employee group with collective bargaining rights. Um, you know, when we first launched, um, you know, we, we kind of experienced all sorts of harangues from people and, you know, we were, um, destroying docs charge and so on and so on. You know, despite having, you know, people who taught here dedicated their entire lives, right. entire right. families have right. dedicated and gone through these legacies, things. right? Legacies yeah. of people. Yeah. yeah. That, these yeah. are, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not objective. I'll keep saying that, but the, you know, these are people that are dedicated to this district that have kids in this district that graduated from this district. Mm-hmm. Um, they're devoted to this district and the students of this district. Uh, so to hear those harangues was, you know, was, you know, it was tough, but we knew it was coming. Um, but Doc's Charge, right, is like, it's it's a, a document of real common sense ideas about, you know, educating kids and a fair break for all kids and all that, all that stuff. The one thing that we, we griped about was uh, the one line about we don't believe in collective bargaining. Um, and now... Apparently, everybody everybody believes in collective bargaining, right? Everybody believes that we should have that right. So, right. yeah, that's a historic change, and that's a movement for us. And uh, we feel proud about kind of moving the culture in that direction. So, uh, I mean, just in terms of direction, I guess, uh, you know, where do you think we go from here? Well, I mean no less than a battle for the soul of the district, right? <laughs> Between ACE and uh, IQ. I hate saying IQ because, I mean, they, they know there's a business, right, <laughs> called IQ. I mean, my, my sister-in-law works for IQ Vision. That's where we Anyways, uh, it sounds so weird for me to say it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what is it? Um, what does the I stand for? Uh, independent. Independent. Clovis Unified, Unified Educators. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's where we go, right? Uh, we go from, and, you know, at some point, you know, these um, people are going to, people that are on the fence are going to have to choose. I mean, we got, we need an employee group. We need representation. It's going to be between ACE and, and IQ. It's going to be between, um, you know, uh, us being backed by, um you know, a, a group of dedicated professional lawyers that have that know California inside and out, or um, I don't know, some some people that you know that 
I don't know how they were found, to be honest. Um, that, that they work out of state, right? If I'm not mistaken, they're 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 based out of state. Uh, that might be right. I, I mean, they have, you know, they represent them to, you know, some school districts in California. But okay, all right. But I mean, in terms of a kind of robust apparatus that you know, knows California labor law and ed code and, um, you know, like the CTA is a, is a, uh, an organization. They're not a profit seeking group. And I mean, I, I'm assuming go ahead. And, and this group for I, the, the lawyer group from IQ is are profit seeking. Well, they're lawyers. They're, profit. they're just, they're, they're lawyers profit. and they're, it's a law firm. So, um, you know, that. Okay. So yes, then yes. It's a business, right? It's not, okay. it's not a lobbying firm or, or um, you know, a statewide organization. So fortunately, all this really boils down to is politics, right? Yeah. Is whether or not um, people can handle, you know, the uh, being affiliated with CTA because of, of politics, which is, I don't know, I guess what it boils down to more often than not in a lot of things uh, over the past two years. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is. So, and you unfortunate know. that teachers would allow politics to, you know, to encroach in on, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess they, they'd say the same, both sides would say the same thing, right? You're allowing politics to dictate this and, and all that. But, you know, I, I guess I'd always try to pick the side that has more experience, that is more established, that. And I mean, all in all, like, I mean, you could, you could choose not to have any of your money go to anything political, right? Well, um, right. That, I mean, and that's like, what do you get for your dues? You know, I, it, like a, an organization that not affiliated with, with CTA, you know, what you're going to get with your dues is, is uh, a bit nebulous. Um, that's not true with CTA. CTA, you get uh, an organization that's, you know, worked on behalf of uh, California teachers for, you know, several decades. Um, you get the liability insurance, you get training, your site reps, like how many, how many, how many times were you trained as a faculty senate site rep? I was trained no times as a faculty senate site rep. Like zero wait, times. Zero. Zero times. Not one time did, was I ever trained as a representative. Oh, no, it was a whole no, learn as you go. No conflict resolution. No. No shit, man, bro. We're, we're we're you know when I left, we were working on the updating the bylaws because they were so so ambiguous and freaking old. Yeah. I think they were talking about like in the bylaws, like you need to like type out the the notes of the meeting and then put them in everyone's mailbox. Like that's the last time those things were updated. It was before emails. Gosh. So, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been a minute right. is what I'm seeing, I guess. So, so yeah. And then, um, you know, you get, you get a lot of bang for your buck with, with CTA and yeah, like, uh, um, there are folks that have misgivings about, um, kind of the politics or the perceived politics of CTA. Now unions themselves, local unions are nonpartisan organizations, obviously up and down California, you have unions in, you know, places like San Francisco that are very liberal, but you also have uh, unions in uh, Orange County and very kind of red districts. So, um, you know, and you have very active kind of uh, Republican members of unions. So, and yeah, your dues, as you brought up, you can, um, 
make sure that your dues don't go to kind of political donations and that sort of thing. Yeah, I see that as, I mean, that's a, I don't know, I guess. And, for, for those people that have those qualms, I think, I think that's, I don't know, a, a good, a good, you know, a good out or whatever, I guess, you know. And you know, running a union, um, I mean, starting a union and then obviously running a union is a bureaucratic and legal process. And it, it, it takes work, but it also takes help. And you need help from people who know what they're doing um, and have done it. And um, like you can say a lot, you can say what you want about CTA, but they, you know, they know how to kind of run a union. So they know how to yeah. you know, set up unions. They know how to help um, local unions. Uh, you get a dedicated lawyer um, for your local union. Um, so... Um, and not just a, a lawyer on retainer, um, which is mm. what I think we would get with, with Goyette. So, um, but we'll see, right? I mean, we haven't heard much from, you know, that other group. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if they're players. I mean, it might come down to a choice between ace and nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows, right? Or, and, uh, or really, I think, kind of a, a really like bare bones faculty senate. Uh, and that only hurts teachers. Yeah, only yeah. hurts teachers. That uh, actually, that actually brings up a question that that I struggle with. Why do you think? Um, and we're going into like Joe Rogan long form uh, podcast time here, but um, why do you think faculty senate? leadership is so opposed to including like uh you know psychs and counselors in an in the employee organization why is oh, that I, I have no idea um i maybe yeah i i, I don't know um i remember because like i said before I, i've always helped out whoever came to me right whether it was instructional aid clerical whoever and then there was a very, very precise email um, at the beginning of, uh, of this year saying, you are only, like not just to me, but to every faculty center, you are only here to help, you only help teachers. Like that's it, that's who you serve. Do not, you are not, you know, if anyone else needs help, you direct them to Cubs or whatever. I, I don't, it was just out of the blue, you know, but like I thought it was just so, so odd because I mean, it's called faculty senate, right? That's everyone. To me, that was always everyone. It wasn't called teacher senate. Um, so uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I find it odd as well. And maybe they, they feel like some of those, uh, some of those employees don't share the staunch vision that they have, right? That of, uh, of uh, you know, that faculty senate is should is and should be the only you know, representative group. I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Um, as far as why, you know, people might be like just hesitant, you know, for, for change anyways, like, <laughs> and, I, and I'll hurry up. I know we're taking a while here, but um, you ever been, you ever been to like the fair, Fresno fair or to a carnival when you were a kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. So they have these games, right. Where you can win a goldfish, right ping pong ball you throw it in there you want a goldfish i want a goldfish when i was like 12 and um i kept this goldfish had a little aquarium and as 12 year olds might do 
completely messed up on my responsibilities, right? This damn goldfish, the, the water, like a couple months later, was all brown, was all messed up, right? Just, and the fish was alive, just breathing in all this fucking yeah. gunk and terrible stuff. And I was like, oh man, I feel bad. So, you know, I scoop them out, freaking clean everything up and fill it with good water and, you know, clean all the rocks, put everything in, put the goldfish in. And then died because of the shock, right? It was so used to the freaking toxic environment that it had been a part of that finally when it, when it had a good environment, when it was a healthy environment, it was so shocking to them and he didn't, he didn't know what to do. It was too much. And all I can say, you know, for those, those employees that are a little apprehensive about the change that's going to come, we have more resolve than a goldfish, right? Right now you don't know it yet, but like I said, my, my, my experience is a good one. Maybe their experience was a good one. Maybe they've found success here in this district, but that's not everywhere. And that's not everyone. We need to help people that don't have the same experience that we do. Good people, good employees that are just in bad situations. And you don't realize it yet, but for a long time, we've kind of been swimming in, 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 in unclean water. And pretty soon, I hope we'll be in an environment that's healthy for us. Right. And I like to say that I don't think we're going to die from shock. I think we're going to be just, we're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, yeah. like I said, we're stronger than goldfish. We're going to be just fine. It ain't going to, it ain't going to be that much of a shock, but right now that we're like, you know, the, the, we're in it and we don't even see it, right. you know, because all of our experiences are just like our own experience. Right. It's, it's only what we, and so yeah, Oh no, I'm great. You know, my admin's great. And my, the people are great. It's not everywhere. It's not everyone. So realize that this, a lot of this is for them. So everyone can have the positive experience that other those people have. That's why I think people are hesitant. And that's why people should sign the union support petition for ACE. Correct. No, I think that that is, something you know and uh you know that that needs to be you know hey you can't just sit back and and let this stuff happen you got to be involved for the people that can't you know that that can't do it themselves right you got to be involved you got to do it for them you got to you got to absolutely help help those people out you know so yes sign the petition um Get involved and uh, make a difference for the better, because I think, I think, and I hope that that's where we're going. You know? Yeah, and I mean, I I, I think you know me, um, and uh, uh, you know a lot of folks involved in ACE, and you know we're here for the right reasons, right? Of course, that, that we can work. <laughs> we we see this as. Uh, a push for a better partnership with administration. This is not something we're working for to be in opposition. Um, this is trying to you know, move this district forward. A lot of great things about this district, uh, and a lot of things that you know, as your your 
uh, murky water goldfish story <laughs> talked about a lot of things that need some some uh, cleaning up, some filtering. So, sure, you know, I mean, I, I, I like I said, I've always been a good person. I've always been willing to help. I've always been willing to to listen to people. Just because I support aces doesn't mean I automatically turn into some fucking asshole or anything, right? right. Still, it's still me. Right. Even with administration, it's still right. me. Yeah. I've always been. Um, I've always had been grounded and pragmatic and said, okay, look, I understand, like, I understand these problems. It, uh, it's still, it's still going to be me, you know, wh whether, you know, I, I, I help out with, with, with whatever, if I ever become a, you know, a representative or, or, you know, wh whatever, whatever my future holds, I, I have not fundamentally changed at all. Right. It's just, I want the district to be a better place. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I think we can be. You know. I think so too. Uh, hey, let's and uh, uh, talk about kids a little bit. Just real brief, um, you know, what is it about you know working with uh, high school students, particularly at Clovis East, that you enjoy? Oh. So much? These guys, like I mentioned earlier, you know, it was a shameless plug. You know, I'm part of the camp we drive. You know, every year I started it when I was, I think, maybe 19 years ago, I think maybe 20 years ago, uh, maybe my second year. Right. And, you know, we got a lot of kids on free and reduced lunch. You know, we got a lot of kids that hurt, you know, um, but year in and year out, these kids continue to amaze me with how much they give during this camp food drive. Like we're talking 60,000, 50,000, 70,000 units of food, just trucks and trucks and trucks of food. It, it, it's amazing. And I think, like that kind of shows like who we are, you know? Um, yeah. If you look at us, look at us on paper, you know, we don't, we don't score as high as well as some of our other sister schools, right. On, on like state testing and all that stuff. But man, you know, we're really connected to each other. We're really connected to the community. You know, we give it, we genuinely give a shit about other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's that's what that's what I love about these kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to work anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and it's because of the people I work with and the people I work for. You know, I work for those kids, and I work with you all. Yeah. Um, not to say I'm never frustrated with them. Of course I am. You know, especially come you know finals time and touchdown time. Um. Those but, damn, those uh, damn 12th graders too at the end of the, end of the <laughs> I, I, I'm parent of a 12th grader. So geez. yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know firsthand. Um, but, uh, you know, they're just, they're, they're a great group, great group of kids that have, have come up, you know, given with both hands that have made, you know, really great um, connections with each other that try their best when they can. And uh, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, that's those are the kids at East, you know. Yeah. Um, good people, you know. And if I could choose, you know, wh whether uh, like, you know, they would be, you know, on the the top of uh, the scoring in you know ELA and mathematics, or if I could choose whether or not they would just be good people that care about each other, it'd always be the second one, man. Yeah, you know, it always would be the second. Those are those are the kids that. That, that make the world a better place. The ones that are good people and that care about each other. 
And that's what it is like at Clovis East, for sure. Yeah, uh, I will second that. Our kids are fucking awesome. They're great. They really are. We love them. Um, all right, buddy. Um, I don't think we fought once. <laughs> what? No. No. We, we, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about it, any any lit stuff. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Thank you for your... Yeah, this, uh, this went long, man. This might be... Uh, I know you don't like Quentin Tarantino, but this might be a Kill Bill situation where you did one podcast. <laughs> part one and gonna, part two? Yeah, there's going to be a part one and part two. So. Yeah. Well, uh, See how it works out, man. I trust remember you. Those, remember those uh, like 70s and 80s sitcoms where you were 20 minutes in and you knew they weren't going to finish? <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. We're not going to find out who the killer is yeah. in four minutes. Yes. And then you were like, damn, to be continued. To be continued, yeah. That was back when you had to wait a whole week to watch the next uh, next episode or something. That's the worst. The struggle is real. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right, bud. All right, thank you. Good talk. All of us here at the Ace Pod want to thank Jaime uh, for joining us. Uh, That was just a, a... great discussion i think there's a lot in there to unpack and a lot to think about and a lot that we all have to reflect on about where we go as a district and how we make this district the best possible district it can be so uh, please join us next time on the ace pod and in their interim please uh, join us on our social media accounts facebook and instagram twitter and tiktok at clovis educators Also, you can go to our website at www.cloviseducators.org. We recognize that right now it's a wild time out there, so take care of yourselves, take care of your families, take care of your students, uh, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Ace Pod.